Good morning all and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning Russell. Good morning everyone. Good morning everyone. And we say good morning Father. Good morning Jesus. Good morning Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for the powerful teaching last night. We thank you that all that you, for all that you are doing in our hearts this week. To focus on our relationship with you, to build that closeness to you. To rise above all fear, all those clouds, and to soar like an eagle in your presence. High above fear, high above doubt, high above all those limitations within our lives. We thank you, Lord. That when we come in that place of worship, when we come to that secret place, when we empty and surrender ourselves, you are ever willing to lift us up to that height. But no matter the storms that brew below those clouds, it doesn't matter. We are able to rise above it. It is your grace, your favor that lifts your people higher. So that when they run, they shall not be weary. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for this gift of life that we are alive today, for this new day. That this is the day that you have made, Lord. And you have kept us, placed us right in the middle of it. And you load this day with your benefits. This is what your word tells us. You renew your mercy for us within this day. A fresh batch of your mercy, knowing our vulnerabilities, knowing our limitations, but looking upon us with your eyes of love, that unchangeable love for us. We thank you, Father. We come into your presence, Lord. We enter your gates with thanksgiving in our hearts, with that gratitude for every little thing that we have today, Father. Right to this very place that we sit in, the roof over our head, this opportunity to come to you, the privilege to be invited to sit with you this morning, to receive from you. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, that you teach us what is in your word. And then when we reflect on it in our personal place of prayer, you make that come real through your spirit. When your word and your spirit are present there, Lord, we know that there is something new you are doing in our lives. Because every time they come together, your spoken word and your spirit, there is creation. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us that ability to speak. That we are able to speak that creation in every void, in every field, in every chaotic and confused circumstance in our life. We thank you, Lord, for that gift of life on our tongue the power of our tongue to speak. We thank you, Lord, that you bless us with the gift of your revelation this day. That each of these, Lord, be touched by your spirit. So that revelation dawns within our hearts every time we connect with your word. We thank you, Father, that you call each one by name. We could have been anywhere else. We could have been sleeping. And yet you call each of us to be here with you just so that you can pour out more, so that you can give us more. And we come with that hungry and empty heart, Lord, to receive from you once again.
your peace and your joy that you share with us, Lord. That peace which only you can give, no one else can. And what you give, no one can take away. That peace that transcends above all our understandings, all our human limitations. That calms down our soul, even in the most troubled situations. That we are able to focus on you and you are able to open our understanding to fill us. Your word says you are the maker and you are able to make every grace abound towards us. That in every circumstance we shall be found lacking nothing. We share that same peace and that same joy, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, even with the recording. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group. Every person that is a beneficiary of that prayer and everyone that has no one to pray for them. We share it also, Lord, with all those that are Christians and do not yet know you, all those that do not want to know you. And we ask for a quickening in their spirit. And we come with that confidence and we call on your name, knowing that everyone that calls on your name shall not end up in shame. So we call on the name of the great I am, the maker of the universe, the giver of all things good, the one who, as your word says, always completes every good work that he has started in us. And we hold on to that promise. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who is ever willing to give of everything of himself for our salvation, for our redemption. He is the way, he is the truth that sets us free. He is the life, he is the word of God, the bread that came straight down from heaven. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of truth, the spirit of light and life, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of victory. The Lord in the midst of his people who is mighty and he does only wondrous things. He is the seal of the age to come. It is he who has made his tabernacle within our body and now gives life to that mortal body. Gives life to our spirit. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, your spirit, and you empower us with the uh, opportunity of prayer. That we can speak your word and we can commune with your spirit as we speak your word. Releasing our faith, believing that we have received. Knowing that what we have then received there in the spirit shall be ours in the physical as well. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with angels, with destiny helpers, and you facilitate every area that we fall short in. We thank you, Lord, that you are ever willing to step into our circumstance when we worship you. That, that battle then becomes your battle. You take over when through prayer we legally authorize you. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with every physical need and all you provide all our spiritual needs as well. You provide us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. We thank you, Father. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. I also cover every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every family, every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. And Christians everywhere, 
by that same precious blood, we declare it as our hedge of protection in the spirit, our barricade, that every force of wickedness that comes against it, let it be judged by the fire of heaven in the name of Jesus. We put on our angels, put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy, pure and perfect will, Father. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism and any kind of natural disasters. I declare that divine exemption from any such problems. And I declare and I command that angelic protection in the mighty, all-powerful, unmatched name of Jesus. We also herald that power in our spoken word, Lord. As we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out of my mouth this day. And we declare, each of us, that it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I send it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In the last three days, we have reflected on perfect love, God's love and our love. Today, I'd like to touch upon rejection. Rejection is a common part of our life. Many of us blame God for his inaction in such circumstances, or still worse, for the rejections that we face in our life, saying that he doesn't care. Satan uses those instances to fill doubt in our lives, in our thoughts. Today I am challenging you to take every such thought captive and not become captive to it. Do not let it bog you down. Do not let it steal your spiritual energy. And also to let you know that rejection is not always bad. Rejection is not always negative. God can turn it around to become a wonder, a testimony that inspires others. Look at Jesus' testimony. The Bible says about him, the stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. That was the transformation in his story. It was first prophesied in Psalm 118, verse 22, and then fulfilled in his life. And so can it be with you. Let's look at another one. Hannah, the mother of Samuel, Prophet Samuel. She was scorned and made fun of because she couldn't bear a child. But God turned her pain around and not just any other child. She bore a prophet. The last of the judges of Israel in the Old Testament. Prophet Samuel. Look at how God exalts the ones that he wants to. And she started with rejection. Are we stopping short of that kind of a miracle in our life that can take place by holding on to that rejection? 
instead of persevering further in our prayer and in whatever actions of faith that we need to keep on taking. Look at your own circumstances and think. There are times when we are praying for something big and we end up with options to receive something smaller and we are left in a doubt on whether we should or shouldn't take it. Look at the story of Abraham. He was promised an heir. He was promised Isaac. And yet, Satan pushed Ishmael forward, thinking through the flesh is what he used to push Ishmael forward. That Ishmael could be your job, where you are hoping and praying for a big one, and you end up with one that is earned, that is offering you a lot lesser salary, which is not part of God's promise there. There are times when, let me put an example of money, when God wants to give you maybe a million dollars and Satan will put $200,000 and they shall be in $10, $10 notes so that it looks a lot when you look at the bundles. And are we falling for those kind of temptations? The prayer that you made, the word that you released in faith, that you prophesied over your own life, are you compromising on that? Or are you just feeling rejected? What's another way that God uses rejection? God can use rejection to protect you from an impending, a coming danger that you are not ready to handle yet. Sometimes his unanswered prayer is his love for you. He loves you too much to give you something that will harm you. It could be fire in your hands. When he knows that connection to a person can be toxic, he refuses to let that relationship connect. What are we praying? Lord, I like him or her. Please send them into my life. I'd like to marry that person. And the Lord is saying that will destroy the of your future. That will destroy the spiritual journey that you are on. Because that will throw you out of alignment. When you connect with the other person. His rejection here is his love for you to secure you. He loves you too much to see you hurt. Sometimes we do not see the true nature of others. And yet God is keeping them away saying, nope, that is not the right one for you. That could be Friends as well. Bad influence coming into your life. A job that would compromise your ethics. A house that you are seeking to take up that carries negative energy or is unsafe. Sometimes to keep you from being led astray from what is coming. He uses rejection to safeguard you there. And yet, what are we crying to him? You don't want me to be happy. And so you punish me. 
we need to press further into prayer and say, Lord, what is it that you are trying to show me and am I not seeing it? You must bear in mind 1 John chapter 5, which says, God is love. He is not punishment. He is not hatred. How else does he use rejection? Rejection can be his way of protection. We've said that. He hides you till the time that he has finished training you for what is coming. Sometimes a little word knowledge and an insufficient understanding. And we want to go out and minister and even conduct deliverances. Now I'm talking as a ministry example. And he says, even though your intention is good, you are not battle ready yet. You cannot fight. The enemy can bash and destroy you. You could be beaten up like the sons of Skiva. So what does he do? He hides you so that the enemy cannot see you till the time you are ready to be launched. He covers you under his wings. That's his protection. Psalm 91. What else? When you experience rejection, he creates a new path. Which is often the path that he wants you to take, but you were not willing or ready to see it. He positions you into you into a place where he has into a place he has set for you, one where you would otherwise not go unless this rejection hit you, because we refuse to see that. We are looking at ambition on our job, and God is saying, "I have called you as a prophet." Or you're looking at one career and God is saying, no, no, I called you into the other one. Until that rejection hits, we know that, we see that we have all had changes in career directions. And then sometimes we end up with the one that we now enjoy and we think, well, I don't know what I was thinking when I thought I would go down the other pathway. I myself wonder, what would my life have been like? When I was young, I always wanted to go onto the ship and work as a captain or senior officers there. And I prepped for that there, not realizing that that was not my calling. I wonder what my life would have been like now, fast forwarding all these years later. I would probably still be out at sea and never have this opportunity to be where I am sitting right now here speaking to my father. Each one goes through that journey. And until you face that rejection, you do not know what else lies ahead. And that's the only way he can get you to take a new door that has now been opened. Only when the other door is shut. Psalm 27 verse 10 says, even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. You must remember this and ask him, Lord, what are you teaching me today that I wouldn't have otherwise learned? What was I refusing to learn because I was so focused on looking at that one door that I didn't see the other open? And I kept looking at the shut door even then for longer, even after it was shut hoping that it might open. What are you trying to teach me? What is it that you are saying to me 
and my deaf ears can't hear. Open my ears, Father, today. That should be our prayer. Open my eyes to see your truth. What is your plan for me? I know that it is perfect. And your book also says, Lord, that man makes plans in his heart, but it is God who brings them to fruition. Reveal, Lord, that gap. Grant us that grace this day of understanding and of faith to hold on. Remembering that in every situation you work for the good of those who love you and whom you have called according to your purpose. And also, Lord, that you make all things beautiful in your time. Help us to trust your timing. But to still keep speaking based on what we know from your word for our lives. More importantly, to spend that time in silence to hear from you. Because when we keep on speaking, then we can't hear what you are speaking to us. We surrender, Lord, in obedience to your will. And just like Mary, our mother, we want to say this day, let it be done unto me according to your word. According to your word. Your holy, pure and perfect plan for us. Plans to prosper us and not give us a path that leads in harm's way. Knowing fully that yours are the words of life. Open our understanding, Father, and reveal your light to us. Fill us with that grace this day, Lord, we pray. I ask for that edification in our spirit today, Father. As we pray for spiritual, for physical, for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures. We thank you, Lord, for all the healings that you are conducting this day. In the spirit and in the physical. For all the transformations, for all the renewals, Father. For all salvations. We pray also, Lord, for all families that are embattled, that are facing any kind of division and separation. What you have joined together, Lord, we insist on your word that says, no man and let no spirit divide. We pray for all that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially prayerlessness, ignorance of your word and your ways, of poverty that keeps them under a yoke and busyness as well, another yoke that keeps them away from you. Help us, Lord, in every circumstance and situation to acknowledge you at the start. The start of every single day, at the start of everything new that we commence in our lives. Every new project, every new assignment, every new relationship. To lean on your understanding, on your revelation, and not on our own limited understanding. 
We pray also, Lord, for our, for our family and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith together, making this our prayer of agreement, Jesus promised us that whatever you ask in my name, that the Father will do for you. We believe that, Lord, and we hold on to that promise in our faith. As we make our prayer in the Spirit, we know that we are one with your Spirit. That prayer that we release with our faith is released under an open heaven and so it must come back to this altar of prayer as an answer. In the spirit we receive it, Lord. We believe that we have received now, right now. And the manifestation must reveal and show itself in the physical as well. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ya 
When we just started praying in tongues then, um, the Lord showed me a vision of a very still ocean, completely still. And the moment we started praying in tongues, a ripple in the still waters started. And the Lord said, the moment you started praying in tongues, it was an activation in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. The scripture I've been given is from 2 Corinthians 4, 6. For it is the God who said, let light shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If anyone else is receiving a word from the Lord, please feel free to unmute and speak. You are being blessed by these reflections, Brother Savio's powerful reflections he shares every day on all our social media channels, on Facebook, on YouTube, as well as on Instagram, Twitter. And um, also, we are also posted on our Telegram group. They are blessing you. Please share them with others and let them be blessed as well. If you are also being blessed by the Friday Bible study sessions, and the daily Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions, those sessions are available as recordings on our YouTube page as well. You can share those links too. We also store the Friday teachings and the daily morning uh, encounters with the Lord on our podcast channel on uh, Spotify. You can look up the Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group there. That's another resource you can use to share with others depending on you know, whatever works best for them. Praise God. 
And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day and a great weekend, everyone. Thank, Thank you, you, Russell. God, God bless, bless everyone. everyone.